0: This the snippet series is sponsored generously by the Saka family in honor of the patriarch of the family, Joseph Saka's 50th year it's Also, this particular snippet is dedicated in the Schuss of Yitzchak, Isaac ben Reb Yechiel and Yitachaya Ba Shmuel ben Siyom. We last left off before Hanukkah. We're in the second paragraph of Shema, in understanding the words, V'chora af Hashem bachem, V'yatsar es ha-shamayim velo yimatar v'adamol yivula v'chule. V'chora af Hashem, Hashem, will become disappointed. The inverse, the opposite of Shemuel Teshmu, if we're not listening carefully, if we're not listening diligently, if we're not observing Hashem's blueprint and formula, his instruction manual for life, if we're trying to figure it out on our own, we're disregarding his will, then, vi Atzar he makes the heavens stop, veloye matar, and it will, not, it will not rain. Targum Yonassan points out, Atzar Sashemayim veloye matar means he's going to stop the heavens. It means that it's an extraordinary suspension of the rules of nature. It's not that the clouds in the sky and the ecological system are not prepared for it to rain. Targum Yonason writes, there'll be clouds and they're filled with evaporation. They're filled with moisture. They're filled with the rain that's ready to fall. However, Hashem will interfere. It's not just that it will, within the natural order, not occur, but Hashem will interfere with the natural order because we will be undeserving. What does it mean, v'chara'af Hashem? We mentioned last time the Raman B'morenavuchim writes, Bechor Af Hashem, this description is used particularly in the case of Avodah Zara. Hashem's least patience, His least flexibility or tolerance is when it comes to Avodah when we attribute power and control to things other than the Ribbonu Shalom, the Almighty Himself. So when we describe Hashem's anger, of course we're employing an anthropomorphism. We're saying Hashem gets angry. He's perfect. He doesn't get angry. He doesn't get anything. He's the ribonu Hashem, the melach He's all perfect. He's he's omnipotent. He's infinite, and so on. But not only to describe that he's angry, we describe where is that anger? V'chara where? Af. The cartoons when we were kids, the steam came out of your ears. In Hashem's case, it comes out of his nose. V'chara af. Where does he get angry? In the nose. Why do we specifically employ the imagery, the anthropomorphism of the nose? to describe the place of his anger, the Chara'af. And the opposite's also true, all the way back to Parshas Noach and well beyond, when we appease Hashem, when we make Him happy, not angry, how is it? A Reach Nichoach. We offer karbanos and the karbanos are a Reach Nichoach, and it happens to be, if I'm walking home and my neighbor's barbecuing, I'm also happy. Not happy if they don't offer to share it with me, but the smell itself, of a good barbecue, some good flesh, She brings a great simcha. The Rebon HaShalom is omnipotent and perfect. So Reach, Nichach, a good barbecue makes him happy. And when we stray in Avodah Zarah, we attribute power to others. af, his anger is in his nose. Why do we keep coming back to the nose? So I once saw somewhere a very beautiful interpretation. The imagery of the nose, for idolatry or for when we make Hashem happy, is a reminder of our very own origin. Kodesh created us from the earth. He fashioned us from the dust of the earth. And how did He bring us to life? How did we become animated, vibrant, dynamic beings? Vayipach pi'apav nishmas chayim. K'adosh Baruch Hu the Nefesh describes like the glassblower who takes a deep breath and then blows and expands the glass. Shem placed a piece of himself in us. He transferred that Salam alokim, that godly spirit, that godliness He put in us. And Where? So whenever we reference the nose with Hashem, we're remembering how it all began, our purpose in creation, who we are and who we're meant to be and what we're capable of, that we are Tzelam HaLokim, that we are, we are a piece of Hashem in this world. And when we violate that, then when we defeat and violate the very reason that we are here, V'chara'af, he gets angry in the nose, we violate the very gift of, the most magnanimous, the greatest gift anyone's ever given, the greatest expression of benevolence that Hashem created us. He didn't have to, we wouldn't have been here to miss it. But He did it out of love. And when we dismiss Him or neglect Him, certainly when we worship others or something else, the imagery is back to the way it all began and violating our purpose. And when there's a reach when there's a pleasant fragrance that Hashem imbibes, through his nostrils, then we are fulfilling the very purpose with which we are created. And then the next phrase, The Torah here is telling us, it means, lest you think, we'll live in the era of technological breakthrough. We'll invent ways to be able, hydroponics we will invent ways to grow, and we won't rely on the rain. Irrigation systems or Israel's technology that can bring moisture out of the air. Actually, literally. Water brings water out of the air itself. So you'll think, Hashem, okay, so it won't rain. You'll hold back the rain. It won't rain. So we tend to think, Torah tells us, no. If we cross that boundary, we violate Hashem's trust. It's not just that it won't rain it won't produce. Those learning the daf yomi, spending big blot, a big mesechta, lots of agarata, of what it means to need the rain, and to be worthy, and to bring the rain. What life is like without the rain, just how threatening it is, and how much we rely on it. V'avarata mehira, and what happens if we don't fulfill Hashem's word? V'avarata mehira. So the simple understanding of v'avarata mehira is that we will be eliminated from the earth. The land will spit us out. The land doesn't tolerate us. Talking specifically in Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel is no ordinary soil or earth. It's no ordinary land. It's a mitzvah tzliyuz ba'aretz. It can't tolerate immorality and corruption. It literally can't tolerate it. it vomits out an inhabitant who violates it. But the Piezetzner Rabbein, Achshar quotes, many others do as well. Ba'ashem it's been said in the name of the Kotzker. To read it a little bit differently. Va'avadatem mehera means that if you want to be a soulful, a spiritual person, if you want to be a person who walks with Hashem, va'avadatem mehera. We have to abolish. We have to get rid of mehera. If the Baal Shem Tov said that several centuries ago, then all the more so today, in which we are we're operating at warp speed. We're always mindlessly on the move, and therefore we make poor decisions. The Yikom Dama, when he quotes it, he says, if a person wants to make good decisions, if you want to live a virtuous life, you have to slow down. Slow down to the speed of life. Va'avaratam, get rid of meherah. Faster, faster, faster is not always better, better, better. If we want to make better decisions and live a more mindful and healthier life, then va'avaratam says the Bashem. Abolish and get rid of that sense of mehira. we will start with it next time.